welcome to episode 107 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Ever since I've grown up, I've always grown up in a hunting community, and uh, the conversations I always hear, we're talking about mule, mule deer in the good old days. And we would go and we would drive everywhere and we could kill big bucks, and you'd look at the big bucks lined up on the backs of trucks or wagons or hanging from trees, and they were just everywhere. And the other thing that I would hear about is my grandparents would tell me about uh, camp meat. They would go in and they would shoot a fawn or a, a two-point buck or a doe, and everybody had camp meat because you got to find. You don't want to go to the grocery store back then. You wanted to have fresh meat, and so that's the way they did it. And so I started digging into the good old days. What led to the good old days? There's a couple of things, a couple of factors. Before Europeans came in, populations were believed to be relatively high. They don't have the numbers, but they were believed that populations were relatively high and they had fluctuating populations because of weather and habitat, whether there was a fire that had come through, you have massive winter storms, all those things played into the population up and downs that you kind of see today, where one year you'll have a huge population and then all of a sudden the division cuts your tags and you're like, where did they all go? Well, they all died. So this is kind of what they believed happened in the 1800s. Then when the Europeans came in, it led to massive, massive declines. Some of those declines were because of unregulated subsistence hunting. So people would just go kill you know, a buck a day and they started just wipe out the population. Then there was a, a really big target or a market for hunting these targeted animals. So we saw the declines in bison. We saw the declines in, in upland game as well as waterfowl. And there was just a huge market for for these animals. And so they started to be killed for that. And then there was excessive over livestock grazing. Just how many animals can we put? We don't care about the landscape. It's going to be grass. It's going to grow back. How many sheep can we put? Let's just graze it all down to, to nothing. And those all led to a lot of issues. And you saw the populations really decline. And then in the 30s, they started to realize that they may push that population beyond the brink. And so they cut down a lot of that. And then when they started to do a bunch of research as well as some restrictions in wildlife management, then you had World War II break out. And everybody left for a period of five, eight years, and there was a huge reduction in hunting. And when they came back, the population was just booming. Not only did you have a bunch of disturbance going on because they were going in and suppressing a bunch of these fires that would normally happen, so you had a bunch of new shrubs growing, but they were also going down and cutting down a bunch of the forest, so you had more shrubs even growing because of the disturbance there. And then you had a lack of people because of the war, and everybody were playing their part in that. And so you had a huge boom in the population through until the 1960s. Then in the 1960s, they saw another huge, wide-range decline in the population. By the mid-70s, they had basically declined throughout the entire West. During this period of time, there was a huge reduction in logging. They just slowed uh, the demand for, for logging and whatnot, 
and that disturbance that it caused for the increase in shrubs was down through the 1960s and 1970s. You then had a bunch of forest fire suppression that was going on. Now, in the 30s and 40s and 50s, that fire suppression was awesome because it allowed these new shrubs and new habitat and vegetation to come in. But by the 70s, it had matured and it wasn't as good of habitat or forage or browse that the mule deer required. So then you had a slow in population because of that. Then we had a bunch of harsh winters that reduced the population more. Then in the south, we had a bunch of droughts. And ultimately, between the 1960s and 70s, the population declined through the 1980s. And then in the 1990s, you had a growing population that all of a sudden about 95, boom, massive winter storms come in, a bunch of harsh winter storms come in, and you wipe out the population. And now you're left with what you have today. And the challenge is you have all these people who remember deer hunting in the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and even into the 70s. And it's just not what it once was. Now, the majority of the hunting population is older. It's a lot of those baby boomers who grew up at a time where it was the peak mule deer season. Peak mule deer time, the greatest time that you'll see a mule deer. But now, going into the 80s, I was born in the 80s. In the area that I live, we had 60,000 people in this area. If you look at today's numbers, we're over 150,000. We're pushing 200,000 people just in this area alone. Habitat fragmentation is massive. Habitat decline is massive. The amount of roads, the amount of buildings, the amount of water that we are taking is massive. And it's just affecting these populations to a point where you won't be able to go back to those 40s through the 60s. That's just a fact. It's never going to happen unless you remove all of his people. So the, the hard part that biologists do is when they're talking to this population of people who are interested in hunting, the majority of them are older. The vast majority of hunters, because it's no longer popular. Now, it's more popular than ever in certain circles, but it's less popular amongst all people. And so the population that you're talking to is an older population, the baby boomers. They're in the 60s. They were born in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. That population, and they're less likely to understand because they just think it's bad management. And so the challenge that you have when you're creating these wildlife management plans is these guys are the ones questioning, why can't you do it like we did in the 40s? Why can't you do it like it was done in the 60s or the 70s? Why can't you bring those populations back? You must be just terrible at your job. And that is the challenge that biologists are facing today. The good old days are over. The population of people here is massive and it's having an effect on mule deer. It's gonna continue to have effect. We're gonna continue to fragment and reduce their size. Now, the one thing that we can do is research, find out different ways that we can have a greater impact for good, understand that we can open some of these pathways for their migratory routes, use collars, use cameras, use all these different mathematical studies and look at ways that we can benefit mule deer today. The good old days are gone, but maybe we can still 
help Mule Deer today. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.